Hallelujah. The word says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. <laughs> and he, the Lord, delights in his way. It says, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And then David goes on to say, I have been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken. I want to go old King James. Nor his seed begging bread. I've been young, and now I'm old. In other words, I've been around and I've seen some things. I've walked with God from my youth all the way to my elderly years. And there's one thing that I have never seen in the providence of God. And that is those who follow him forsaken, nor their descendants, nor their seeds begging bread. Father, we thank you so much for this moment that you've brought us into, God, you have attracted us to your house today because you want to infuse us with faith. Hallelujah. You want to affirm us in our identity and our calling. You want to sure us up in the plans that you have for us. Plans to prosper us. Oh, I feel the Lord. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. To give us a future and a hope. Hallelujah. To bring each of us into due seasons, due seasons, due seasons, seasons that are due. And you're not a past due God. Hallelujah. We, we are not past the time. We are not past our prime. We are not past our moment. Our due seasons yet await us. And you're faithful to bring us to it. And so, God, I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and insight and knowledge and prophecy, God. I pray, God, that your words might come out of my mouth saturated in truth and love to the end that your sons and daughters would never be the same ever again. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Do me a favor. Lift up a praise. Greet somebody before you take your seat. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I feel that, that, that done. I'm done after done. I'm done after done. Hallelujah. It is so true. We are. And uh, our good friend Israel Holton is writing uh, these songs with us. And, uh, and we, we've got a, a, a covenant relationship uh, and, and, and one of the things that he wanted to do was for us to write music that was true to the sound and the messaging of this house. And, and there is no more uh, a true perspective as it relates to our church, our house, uh, than the, the reality that we're already walking out what has been. Are you tracking with me? And that's why it is so encouraging to be in the family of God and a part of what God is doing. God is, it seems like a new thing to us that God is doing, but it's something that's already been settled. And, uh, but let me begin by saying, welcome to 2020. 
And you're like, Pastor, wait, what do you mean we're in the middle of February? What are you talking about? You, you welcomed us already. Uh, I did, but I believe that we probably stepped into 2020 with an expectation of how things would go. Right? And then come February, we realized that there was a difference between expectation and reality. Can, can I talk to some real people really quickly? It was funny. I was uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of my good friends, he's a championship boxer. And I just, I, I was thinking about, you know, the, the moment that we were in. It was February. And first of all, January seemed like the longest month. Was it just me or did January seem like it was like 89 days long? That thing was like, no, seriously, that thing was like, all kind of stuff happened in January. And, and you're like, end already, will you? And finally, February showed up. But, uh, but I was talking to my friend who's a boxer, and I was like, hey, man, I called him. I said, I said um, what is it like as a boxer? What is the second round like? From the perspective of a boxer, what, what's the second round like? And he was like, oh, man. He's like, yeah, the second round is... Is a, is a very unique round because, you know, you, 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 you step into the ring having studied your opponent and you've sized up your opponent and, and, and you, have, you came into the ring with some preconceived ideas and notions about your, your opponent, you know, how he throws his punches, how he sets his feet and so on and so forth. I'm not a boxer. I'm sure boxers can speak more to it. But he said, but you have these preconceived ideas about your opponent, right? And then when you get through the first round, you, you, you come to discover reality versus what you thought. Sometimes they're hitting a little harder than you thought. Hello, somebody. So sometimes some of those moves that you thought were, were sure were not so sure. And so he said it's a time for reassessing your strategy. For reassessing your strategy. Yeah, I thought it was one thing, and it isn't always like what I thought it was, and I didn't come to lose. I, I, didn't, I didn't come to lose. And so, so, so instead of losing, I have to reassess my plan. I have to, I have to take a look at my strategy again. And, and, and sometimes right there on the fly, I have to make adjustments to make certain that I come out of this, this, this bout, this 12-round bout as the champion that I knew I was when I stepped into it. Yeah. And I felt like that's where we are as people of God in, in this moment, not simply because it's February, but in this moment of time, I really feel like it is time to reassess our strategy. Because one of the things that I've learned is you've got your strategy and then there's God's strategy. Oh. And God's strategy is superior because God's strategy is not biased by ego, ignorance, hello somebody, or impatience. Our strategy, even when we stepped into this year, right, it is possible that our strategy was somewhat biased by ego. I'm going to tear it up this year. That's ego. Ignorance. Ignorance is in, is in the fact that we don't know what truly this year holds. Oh, come on. Let's, can I, let's have a real conversation. We don't really know. We suspect, listen, we couldn't even get out of the first month of the year without one of the most beloved personalities in the world dying in a helicopter crash and his daughter and 
seven other people. We got shook. So, so there is an element of ignorance and then impatience. We don't really know how to wait for stuff. So our strategy oftentimes doesn't have patience in it. It certainly has a degree of ignorance in it. And oftentimes it has ego in it. And sometimes just like a boxer, when he steps in the ring, he realizes, whoa, this thing is hitting harder than I thought it would. And so you, we have our strategy. Am, am I, is this making sense? So, so we have our strategy and we have God's strategy. And that's what brings me to this passage. Because what I love about this, this passage in Psalm 37 is that it speaks clearly and it suggests that God has a strategy for our lives. In fact, our life is a strategy. There is not just strategy for our lives. Our life, the very reason why we are here, we are here because of God's strategy. I quote it every single week, and I will quote it until the day I die. The word says, before I formed you, I knew you. The knowing you is the strategy. The, 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 the producing you in your mother's womb is the producing of that strategy. I wish I could say that better. Right. When he says, before I formed you, I knew you, I knew you, I knew you, you were in my mind, you were my strategy. So you are a strategy, I feel the spirit. That's why it is not wise to live life without strategy, because everything concerning you has to do with God's strategy. And so I can't be random when my life is a strategy. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? You're a strategy. You didn't, you're not random. You didn't just get here. Everything in life is strategic. And so if everything in life is strategic, how can I live my life without strategy? And so what I love about, about Psalm 37, and in particular these three verses that we're looking at, is it is telling us straight out that the steps of our life, the steps of a good man, that word step, the, the, it's a Hebrew word, and it has the idea of a going step. So it is, a, it is a movement. It is a pace. The steps of a good man, and I'll define good man in just a second because it's not what you think. It says, are ordered by the Lord. I love that word. I love that word, ordered, because it literally means to be set up. So before you got here, watch this. Before you got here, your steps were set up. Oh, God. Just tell your neighbor right now, you've been set up. You, you've, been, you've been set up. You've been set up. You've been set up. You've been set up already. There, there, there is a strategy over your life. God has already erected your steps. That's why you can't fail. That's why you can't lose. If you align yourself with God and if you get with God's strategy, you're not trying to make something happen. You're walking into what has already happened. I feel that for somebody because sometimes we get frustrated and sometimes we think that we're never going to hit it. And it's all about getting aligned. And trusting God because it's already been set up. Your success has already been set up. Your victory has already been set up. Your healing has already been set up. Everything you need has already been ordered. God already ordered your miracle. He already ordered your deliverance. He already ordered your breakthrough. He already ordered your favor. It's set up already. Somebody needs to get that. I want to say that about 14 more times until you get what I just said. He has already set you up. Before you got here, you were set up. Somebody needs to know. 
that has already been ordered. It's already been ordered. It's already been ordered. This is what David is trying to convey. You got to get that. You got to get that. What would my life be like? What would my peace be like if I realized that I was already set up? I'm not going to leave this earth until my children and my children's children are set up. Oh, you better catch what I'm saying. And I'm human. I'm, I'm, I'm an earthly father. I'm a natural father. They will be set up. They're being set up right now. Now, if I ask an earthly father, come on, somebody, who, who, who can plan something and it not come to pass, knows how to set up my children, how much more will your heavenly father set up those that he chose? You're set up. You're set up. You're set up. I was looking at this verse, and you know me, I like to study words. And, and so when it says the steps of a, a good man, a good man, that word good was actually added there. It's not in the original manuscript. And the word man really doesn't mean man like male. It means person. But the, if you go down to the, to the root word of that word that was translated man or good man, uh, or the phrase that came out of that translation, good man, it, it better is translated strong or valiant person. Strong or valiant person. And, and, and I was looking at that, and I was trying to say, so is he saying that the, the steps of a valiant person are set up by the Lord? Does that mean that you have to be valiant in order to have your steps set up? And, 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 and I don't believe that is the case. I believe that he is basically saying that you will have to be valiant in order to stay the course of the steps that have been ordered for you. But we'll come back to that. I want to show you something else. He says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And then it says, and he, God, delights in his way. I like words. I looked up the word delight, and the word delight means to incline to or to bend. So the idea here is that, that God orders our steps. He's set up our steps. They are ordered. But then he also is inclined towards or he bends toward the way that he has set up for you. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. So sometimes you're, you're looking for God. You're wondering where God is. God will always be slanted towards the purposes and the plans he has for you. That's why if you feel no presence, it's not the right thing. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. So sometimes you have to allow the sensing of the presence of God to be your God because God is always slanted. He is always bent. He is always inclined toward the path that he has set up for you, right? Like we talked about last week, if I don't feel the presence, I'm not going. And some of you have to qualify the path that you take, the decisions that you make, the deals that you get into, you have to qualify it by the presence of God because the presence of God confirms that this is where God is and I don't want to be anywhere that God is not. So, so you have to understand God, watch this, God is biased. <laughs> He, he is biased toward his plan for you. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this thought down. Write this thought down. The power, the favor, and the resources of God are bent towards the path that has been set up for you. Oh, Philip. So God, God has, has, has orchestrated and aligned the universe in such a way that 
it works best for you when you're in the path. It works best for you when you're in the path. God doesn't anoint error. He, 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 he won't anoint. He, he, there's grace, but he won't anoint a path that's not ordained. He won't anoint it. You'll be looking for the anointing. I want the anointing. I want the anointing. God's like, I can't anoint that because I settled it here before you even got here, right? And you have to be, I can't remember that game. What was that game? And, and it was a game you used to play. And you'd be like, cold, 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 hot, warmer, warmer, warmer. Warm, what, what was that game? You know, I like games. What was it called? Hot, cold? Hot, cold? That was the name of the game? Hot, cold? That's what I'm talking about. It's hot, cold? You know what I'm talking about? And, and, and you, hot, cold, I guess the name of the game. I don't remember that being the name. I think you're wrong. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> But it was like, you're warmer, you're warmer, you're warmer, hot, 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 when you would get close to it. That's kind of how God is. And, and God will breadcrumb you. But I just believe that we're in a moment now where we got to reassess the strategy. I don't think that we have time to be playing. I need to be anointed. I need to be full of the spirit of God. I need to be right. Right. What God wants me to be. And here is the reality. The reason why the steps of a valiant person are ordered by the Lord is because you got to be strong to stay the course. You got to be strong to stay the course. You, you can't be easily shaken off the course. Listen, hear me. There is no plan B. Oh, Philip. There is no other course. It's just one. It's just one thing. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. They are, they've been set up already. And the only thing that God is delighting in is in the path that he has set up for you because he doesn't even see you outside of that. That's what he saw before he brought you here. And so we have to become sensitive and we can't be shaken off the course. And one of the things, watch this, one of the things that shakes us off the course is something that is very confusing in this text. I'll be honest with you. It's very confusing. One of the things that shakes us off the course is this thing called a fall. Look at it. This is confusing. This is confusing. It says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. All right. God is ordering my steps, and he delights, God delights in this way. He is bent towards this way. This is all wonderful, right? I have the assurance that my steps have been ordered. But then, verse 24, it starts getting confusing and crazy. Because it says, though he fall. Wait, wait, hold up. Let's just stop right there. Wait, 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 because you just said that God is ordering my steps. And if God is ordering my steps and God is perfect and God knows all things, then how can the next verse say, though he fall? I'm confused. I'm confused. This don't make no sense. I could fall all by myself. I, I could, I can order my own steps and fall. How, how can I be connected to God and experience disappointments 
difficulties and setbacks, I'm confused. This doesn't make sense. Can we talk about that for a minute? Is it possible, is it possible that God can be ordering my steps and I get disappointed? Can we talk about it real quick? See, this is important because if you don't understand this about God, then you will allow disappointment to throw you off the road. Oh, God. See, 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 let, 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 me, let me say it the way, I, the, the way I wrote it because this is important. Some failure is ordained. You don't like that. That is not sexy church. But it's right there. Some, some failure is ordained. Watch this. Some no's are ordained. Some of the no's that disappoint you and make you feel rejected and dejected and, and like you're not worth anything are anointed. And it doesn't feel like the anointing. It feels like rejection. It feels like being, anybody ever been there before? Anybody just been, you just been disappointed. Like what? I didn't get it? Are you kidding me? God, you were ordering my steps, and I find myself on the ground. What's up with that? And it's funny. We love the God who opens doors, but suspect the God who closes them. When the word says, I open doors that no man can shut, and I I close, I, I shut doors that no man can open. We love the God who opens doors. We are suspicious of the God who shuts them. Same God, same goodness, same mercy, same love, same promises, same favor. If you're taking notes, write this down. This is one of the things that I've learned. You're not qualified by how well you win, but by how well you lose. Anybody can win and be okay. Oh, I want to get in your business. Anybody can win and be okay. You're not proven by wins. You are proven by what you do when you get disappointed. When you lose, who do you become? I don't trust people who haven't had a loss. Can I talk to you for a second? I don't trust people who all they have ever done all of their life is win. I'm not impressed by you being okay because you won. Have you been through some things? Has your world been rocked and you still showed up to the party? Where are my strong people in God's house today? I took a licking, but I kept on kicking. If that's you, holler at me in this house today. Come on, Denver, where are my world changers at? 
I know you can win, but can you lose? Because destiny, according to Psalm 37, necessitates some falls. Ooh, I feel it. Even when you do the right thing, sometimes you fall. Even when you do the right thing, sometimes you get disappointed, but you can't let it take you out of the game. You've got to say, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and this too will work together for my good. The steps of a valiant person so the whole process is to get you to become valiant. God is always more interested in who you become than what you have. Because God understands the spiritual. You need a fall. You need a disappointment. There is something in the development there's something that happens in your ascent from a fall that can't happen when you were always standing. Oh, I need to. It's like a burpee. It's like a burpee. Don't, don't make me. It's like a burpee. Nope. Come on up here, real quick. It's like a burpee. The, we hate burpees, but we love burpees Be, because, it, because of what it does for us, right? The, the fall is the easy part. The development takes place in you getting up. Let me see. Come on. Let me see the burp. Let me see. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Okay, do it again. Let's see it fast. So the fall is easy. Come on. The fall is easy, but yes, the development takes place. Do, do a few more times. Come on, somebody. Put them on the spot. It is in the, the development and getting back up. Come on, somebody. The burpee is not about the fall. It's who you become when you get back up. Are you tracking with me? You've got to fall sometimes because that development, some things you can only get from the place of a fall. If you're not afraid of a fall, take about 10 seconds and give God It don't feel good, but your core is getting tighter. Come on, somebody. It doesn't feel good, but your frame is getting solid. It doesn't feel good, but you're being prepared for where God is taking you. Even the fall has strategy in it. Has strategy in it. Has strategy in it. I like to hang out with people that have fallen a couple of times, but got back up. Mm. Yeah. See, I can accept disappointment as long as I know that there's a strategy. And there is a strategy. The fall is not the ending. It's it's the beginning. I got to tell you, family, just full transparency. We're almost done. Some of my greatest 
strides of accomplishment were on the heels of my greatest disappointments. I'm serious. Some, some of my greatest trajectory shifts were on the heels of my greatest disappointments, my greatest setbacks, my greatest pain, my greatest In fact, I have never had a great pain that was not followed by great progress. I have never had a great pain, not one. Physically, emotionally, I have never, I have never, I have never. Mm -hmm. And so, I want to, I want to, I want to start landing here. So David says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. He says, though he fall, he will not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholds him. So, Falling is a part of it. I, I, I cannot be perplexed. I cannot be disqualified by disappointment when trouble happens because it's a part of it because there's something in the fall and not to be utterly cast down, but there's something in God's allowing me to fall in his hand and the getting up that produces something in me that my destiny needs. Are, are you tracking with me? And then... He says, and it's almost like he had to add this in here. He says, I have been young, and now I'm old. David is, is selling something right now. He, I believe he recognizes that what he is asking of us by preaching this to us is somewhat of a hard sell. Because he's basically saying, that you have specific steps. You have ordered steps, which means that, that you, you just can't do what you want to do. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a hard ask, because we want to do. Let's tell the truth here. We, we, we want to do what we, we, we want to do. Oh, don't get all super religious. Oh, you you, you want to do, just like me, we want to do what we want to do. But God is saying, no, 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 your steps have been ordered, and they're good steps. They're good steps. I, I delight it. I'm bent toward it. I'm excited about it because the destination is amazing. It's amazing. I know you can't see it. I know you want to do your own thing, but I'm telling you, the destination is amazing. Nevertheless, it's still a tough sell, and it gets to become an even tougher sell when he says, and oh, by the way, on this course that I'm sending you on, you're going to fall. You're going to have some disappointments. You're going to have some setbacks. You're going to have some tough times. You're going to have to shed some tears. You're going to be confused. There's some things. Life ever hit you and it just confused you. You just sat for four days in confusion. Just Yep, you're going to have some of those that comes with it. But you will not utterly be cast down. Because the whole time, I'm propping you up. Even when you thought that you were by yourself, you weren't by yourself. You were in my hand. Even when you were crying and thought you were losing your mind, you weren't losing your mind because I had my hand on you. I was propping you up with my own hand. Now unto him who's able to keep you from, from falling, right? You're not going to utterly fall. 
But he still realized that this is kind of a tough sell. To trust God enough to yield your strategy to his. That's a tough sell. Come on, man. You can get out of here. When you leave out of here, you know, you're going to have to make a decision to walk in the strategy of God. He has a tough, tough sell. And then he, he, it's almost like he anticipates the fact that we are seeing this as, ooh, I got I to gotta measure up to this. And he says, let me give you a little bit more to help you. He says, I've been young, and now I'm old. And he says two things. The first thing he says is, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. In other words, in all of my years, and David, you, David has seen it all. I mean, he's gone from shepherd boy to, you know, fighting bears and, and lions and ultimately Goliath to running from Saul and being out in the wilderness and, and, and dealing with the Philistines and then taking over the kingdom and then, oh, be, before that, his spiritual father dying. Come on, somebody. People turn their back on him, then taking over the kingdom, and then he gets a little, you know, he gets the kingdom. His sons, some of his sons start turning on him. He's had a serious mistake, right, with Bathsheba. He is killed. You know, he ultimately sets somebody up to be killed. Then the Lord takes, you know, the, the, the baby that was, I mean, he has been through a lot. Then his son set out to kill him, and it's crazy. He has to contend to maintain the kingdom and all the way through it all. But David yet still says, I've been young, and now I'm old. He says, and never, never have I seen God forsake someone who trusted in the choreography that God had set up for their life. Are you, you, you hearing what I'm saying? He, he's saying, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of things. But one thing that I have never seen is someone put their trust in God to the point of aligning their steps with God's steps and God forsake them. He always prosper them. That's the first thing he said. And then the second thing he says is interesting. He says, nor their children, nor their descendants begging bread. He shifts it and he goes right after, he goes <clears throat> right to the point of provision. Because what the liar does is he stirs up fear by suggesting that walking with God will make you poor. Poor in acceptance. Being accepted. Everybody wants to be accepted. Everybody wants to be in community. Poor in relationships. Don't make me. If I walk with God, I won't be accepted. I, 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 I'll be poor in acceptance. I'll be poor in relationships. I'll be poor in love. I'm quiet. Pin drop. And I'll be poor in finances. This is the number one deterrent that the enemy uses. To try to keep us from walking with God. If I start walking with God, I won't be popular. I'll be poor in relationships. If I start walking with God, I won't be appealing. If I start walking with God, I won't make no money. Because you got to be buck wild. 
to make money. There are some people right now in entertainment and in other industries in corporate America who love God but are afraid to walk with God because somehow they ate and they ate the lie that says if you walk with God, you're going to be poor. And the opposite is true. The word says in Proverbs 10, 22, that the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. I feel God. And he adds no sorrow with it. And I want to break that lie off of somebody's life right now that says, I'm going to be poor. I won't have any friends. I won't have any relationships. I won't get married. I won't make no money. I want to break that lie right now in the name of Jesus. If you walk in the blessing of God, God is going to make you rich in every way. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I want to break it right now. I want to break it. I want to break it. I want to break it. Because some of you are thinking, I've got to do that. I've got to compromise like this. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to sell out. No, you don't. Stay the course. Your steps are ordered. They have already been set up. Your wealth is set up. Your health is set up. Your love is set up. It is already set up. If you believe it, holler at your boy this morning. Holler at your boy this morning. I dare you. I wish I had about 500 people this morning from Denver to L.A. And you say, you know what? If my steps have been ordered, I'm getting ready to walk in my ordered steps. I feel the Holy Ghost. There was this video that went viral recently. And it was of a stripper. I saw it on the internet. <laughs> Video went viral. And y'all saw it. Just like I did. And the stripper is on a pole. And she's up about 25 feet doing her normal routine on the pole and somehow miscalculated a turn or a grab or something. <laughs> Come back up here and do the burpee thing. Cause it, no, no, no. And the poor girl falls. They say the equivalent of two stories. Pow, right there. And if it wasn't, that wasn't crazy enough. I mean, just crack her jaw, all that kind of, and if that wasn't crazy enough, looked up and still twerked a few more twerks. <laughs> the steps of a valiant person. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. I said much respect, man, much, much. No, no, no. <laughs> if you're gonna go, go all the way. No, no, yeah. But, <laughs> see, I don't have my wife here. My wife, would, she's, she's at home right now reeling me and right, bring it on in, bring it on in, baby, bring it on. But, 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 <laughs> but here is the thing. Wendy Williams interviewed her on Friday. 
And she said that she had been praying about how to get out of it because she realized that those weren't ordered steps. So this thing happens. She literally falls. Come on, somebody. She falls. She, you better catch it. I feel the spirit of God. She, she literally falls, but she's not utterly cast down because she says, this is a sign. Now people are supporting her from all around the world. The girl is getting ready to go to school. Wendy Williams gave her $10,000. I want to break that spirit off of somebody right now that says, I can't do it God's way and still be blessed. Yes, you can. Your steps are ordered. The order. The steps are ordered. God's not trying to figure out what he's going to do with you. It's already settled. It is finished. Settled in heaven. You just got to trust him. Just got to trust. I feel it. Come on, stand with me, LA. Stand with me, Denver. Stand with me. I want to pray. Don't you leave. This is what I, this is what I came for. Twenty twenty is gonna be an amazing year, but I feel like in this moment, in this season, God, God is inviting us to a reassessing of the strategy by which we're living our life. By if you're here, and there is a a conviction, not a condemnation, but a conviction that is falling upon your heart this morning. Concerning pursuing God fully. God was just is touching you. Some of you, he's just refreshing. And he's reviving and he's reminding you. Because let me tell you something. Sometimes, man, walking with God is not for the faint. Because it is, it is you, you, you can't do what everybody else does. Hello, somebody. You're chosen. When you're chosen, you don't have the luxury of doing everything. Many are called, but few are chosen. Chosen people can't play. Some of you here, let me tell you what happens to chosen people. Chosen people try stuff, and it just will not work. <laughs> you just try. <laughs> and it's just like, dang. I, and it worked for Tom. But not for you. Why? Because you're chosen. When you're chosen, the only thing that works is what has been ordered for you, what has been set up for you. For real. You're like, why? Man, I, I'm, I got the talent. I got the relationships. And to be honest, I'm way more gifted than them. Yeah, but they're not chosen. When you're chosen, there's only one way. Ordered steps. So if you're here, Denver, L.A., and you feel like God is speaking to you, and you, 
and you want to surrender to ordered steps, I want you to come and meet me here at this altar. Don't, don't even worry about who's looking. That's between you. That's between you and God. I want to surrender to ordered steps. I want to pray for you. And see, even you getting up and you taking steps, and you, you, this, is, this is part of it. 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 Because you may ask the question, you know, I'm real practical. You may ask the question like, yeah, but how do I, where do I find ordered steps? Where do I find the path? And I'll tell you right now, the path starts with this. The path starts with, I want, I'm seeking. That it's, that's it. That's the beginning of it. When you earnestly seek God, for real. When you say, God, all right, hold up. A lot of times what we do is we seek God while we're moving. That's not how you seek God. Because how can you seek God and be moving at the same time? I have to stop. I have to be, I feel this. You got to catch this. Keep coming, Denver. I, I have to, I have to stop and say, God, my steps are yours. I'm submitted to you. And oftentimes the reason why the voice of the Lord is so faint, if even heard in our lives, is because we're moving while we're asking where we should go. How can I even, how, how can I, and now, and now I got to mess around and order you a fall. Now I got to order you a fall. You, you don't, you don't say, God, which way do you want me to go? You don't do that. God, which way you want me to go? No, no, no. You stop. You stop and you say God now what oh I feel that for some there's some people in this room right now and you need a full stop you need a hard stop it's gonna change everything because you're in a you're in a rhythm oh I'm talking to somebody right now I came for you I came for you I came for you I came for you you're in a rhythm and you can't you can't be afraid to break the rhythm. Oh, this is it. This is it. This is it. You're in a rhythm. You, you, you're moving too fast. You, you're already committed. You're already committed. Come on, daughter. Come on. Just keep coming while I'm talking. You're already committed. You're like, you're like, God, I wish you would speak to me. And God is saying, you're not still enough. And what I saw was when you stop and you get still and you surrender to God all over again, God is going to erect the step right in front of you that will prosper you. Oh, you got to catch it. Yeah, I catch it. Yeah, I catch it. Yeah, I catch it. Yeah, I catch it. Clarity. 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 Some of you thought that it was over. No, what was is over. What is is here. And you are wallowing, feel this prophetically, you are wallowing in what was 
sitting in the posture of loss, sitting in the posture of loss and lack because what you used to rely upon is not there anymore. And I hear God saying, the moment that you stop, the best thing that you could ever do is stop and ask again. And sometimes it takes you a minute to stop because you, 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 it's almost like a train. A train can't just stop on a dime. There's so much baggage that you have to take a minute. It takes, it's going to take you a minute to really stop, to get to that still place. I see some people clearing their calendars. I am an anointed in changing my calendar. I'm anointed to change my calendar. Same day and everything. Can't do it. Because what is most important to me is walking in ordered steps, is sticking to the plan. And because I have never been in Sunday, February 16th, 2020, because I've never been here, I cannot assume that yesterday's step is today's. Are you tracking with me? I cannot assume that. I've never been here before. I want you to come. Keep coming, Denver. You hear and say, Pastor, you're talking, you're talking, you're talking to me, you're talking to me, you're talking to me, you're talking to me. I want to surrender to ordered steps. If you're here and you say, I got to, I got to get back. Me and God have to get close again. I'm, I'm, I'm so far away. I remember right here at this altar, I saw it. And there's a young person that was right on the, the brink of really taking off in that individual's career. The only thing is that that taking off was gonna cost that person who she was in God. And I saw it, there was a moment, man, I feel it so strong. There was a moment at the altar where that individual was at the altar right here. And it was a moment similar to this moment, a moment of surrender. But this offer was there. And I literally watched that person's heart harden to the invitation. I could just see it. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And yeah, the fame came, but the individual is unrecognizable. What will it profit a man if they gain the whole world but lose themselves? That word means lose yourself. The last, the worst thing that can ever happen to a person is for them to lose themselves in a life and then that life be taken from them. Because you remember, the same one that gave you that life can take it. You know what I'm talking about? You got to be careful about who you allow to promote you. Because who promotes you can demote you. So what happens when you allow 
someone other than God to promote you to the cost of you losing yourself. So now you are selfless in a promotion and then they demote you so you no longer have the promotion and you no longer have yourself. That is a dark place. And you got to trust God. And you got to break that, that lie off that says, if I walk with God, I'm going to be a beggar. It's a lie. If that just, just struck you in the chest, please get here. The reason why I share that story is not to, to, to talk about that individual, but it's a conviction for me to not have anybody on my wall. I'll fight for you. I'll hold this whole service up for you. I'll, I'll come down and get you if I have to. I don't, I don't, I don't. Every time I see that individual, I feel a little something right in my heart because I wonder, did I try hard enough? Yeah. And just keep coming. Denver, keep coming. I see you. Keep coming. LA, keep coming. Keep coming. I'll wait for you. 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 Because there is an end to those steps. Those steps don't last forever. Now I've missed ordered steps. Now I don't even know who I now I gotta try to find myself again. And the journey back to me. Father, thank you so much. Yeah. That's all right. 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 This is a real moment. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. Father, we thank you so much for what you're doing in this house. We praise you for the reality that our steps have already been set up. They're already ordered. You got us covered. You got our families covered. You got our life covered. You got our provisions covered. You've got our jobs covered. You've got everything covered. You've already provided our relationships, our spouses, everything is already connected to our ordered steps. And Father, today we make a renewed commitment. Hallelujah. All of us do. All of us do. All of us do. We make a renewed commitment to trust you and to trust the plans that you have for us. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us a future and a hope. We commit afresh to you right now. Forgive us, Lord, where we didn't trust you enough, where we didn't believe that our steps had been ordered, that, that our path had already been set up and all we had to do is pursue you to walk it out. When we went our own way, forgive us for that, Lord. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. We receive it right now. And we thank you, God, for the gift of restoration where you are able to restore us, to bring us right back to where we should have been the entire time, even though we went our own way. Now, Father, I want you to stir faith in the hearts and the minds of those who are here. It is a challenging thing to walk in ordered steps. It requires faith because on this journey, we're going to have disappointment. It's not going to, there'll be times, God, where it doesn't look like what we thought it would look like. 
we're going to be disappointed. We're going to be confused. There are going to be moments where we don't get it. Like, God, how could you be ordering our steps and we find ourselves here? And maybe, God, there's some right in this room that have been bruised because of disappointment. And, Father, I pray where they were bruised that you would heal them right now. Let them know, God, that some no's are ordained, that some falls are ordained, that some closed doors were you. And you will only shut a door that would be ultimately a distraction from our destiny. We trust you afresh in this moment. We trust you. We trust you. Trust you. Do a work in our hearts right now. Lord, we don't have time to be functioning outside of your strategy. Quicken us. Father, I pray that if you need to untether some relationships, relationships with people, relationships with businesses, even as you untethered that young woman and now she's going to school. I pray, God, whatever untethering needs to take place in this atmosphere, amongst those who are watching via live stream from their home, whatever untethering needs to take place, I pray in Jesus' name that it will begin to dissolve right now, that it will begin to dissolve right now, that we might find ourselves right now, that it will begin to dissolve, dissolve, dissolve. And God, align us with you all over again. Order our steps. I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your love. I feel it. I thank you for speaking to me. I receive it. I thank you for the plans you have for me. They're good plans, not evil. I thank you that you'll never forsake me. And I thank you that you'll never make me poor in any way. Your blessing makes rich and you add no sorrow with it. So I receive your joy right now. I receive your peace right now. I thank you for Jesus. Thank you for making him who had no sin, all of mine, all of my weakness, all of my limitations, all of my shortcomings, all of my failure, you placed in his body, nailed it to the cross, and put it to death. And just as he was raised up, free and victorious, because I'm in him, I'm raised up too. I thank you that my steps are ordered and I'm on my way to great and awesome things. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Come on, just take a few minutes and worship God.